Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Wednesday, October 21. The contagion continues to spread in Italy. Here are two disappointing data that compare March 9, when the lockdown began in Italy, with today. Then there were 733 hospitalized in intensive care and today there are 870. In the previous week of March 9, 411 Italians died of coronavirus, while last week 459 Italians died of the same virus. But the situations are different because back then we were not prepared at all for what was happening, but today we are much more prepared, although not as much as we should have been. More than 71% of coronavirus positives in Italy show few or no symptoms of the disease, while 7.3% of patients hospitalized for coronavirus have a clinical picture considered serious. 91.2% of coronavirus positives are facing the infection at home or in another, another facility chosen at the time of quarantine, and only 8.5% of required hospitalization in COVID wards. It is confirmed that the lowering of the average age of those infected, the age group between 19 and 50 years, represents 47.1% of the total, followed by the age group between 51 and 70 years with 24.2% of the total. The one between 0 and 11 years representing 17.3% of current infections, and finally the over 70 there are 11.3%. Italy is slowly and partially shutting down again. Lombardy and Campania will soon start a curfew at 11 p.m. and the other regions, in agreement with the government, are ready for new restrictive measures, this time targeted and only in some territories. In Campania, there will be strong restrictions on travel between provinces. In Piedmont, shopping centers will close on weekends. In some regions, high schools will do online lessons for 50% of the hours. In Sicily, there are four red areas that isolate four municipalities in the provinces of Palermo, Messina, Catania and Agrigento. It has also been decided that the famous Christmas markets, uh, Christmas markets in Trentino to Adige will not be there this year. Other closures are expected in the coming days. A recent study by the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development has taken a picture of the situation of the Italian school system with a particular focus on technical training. In Italy, about 54% of upper secondary school students, uh, while in the OECD average is 37%, and 88%, 88% of university students, uh, the OECD average is 62%, chose a technical course, particularly in the engineering, manufacturing and construction sectors. In terms of school funding, Italy invests for each primary and secondary school student about $750 less than the OECD average, while the gap is more spread at university level. Italy invests $4,100 less compared to the average of other industrialized countries. In addition, Italy allocates 3.9% of GDP to the education sector, while OECD average is 5%. On the eve of retirement, an Italian teacher earns 51% more than a colleague of first employment. In OECD, the average is 79%. If the Italian wages in preschool are more or less in line with the OECD average, from primary to upper secondary are uniformly lower by about $5,000 per year compared to the OECD average. But talking about school is a story you'll enjoy. I, as I told you, the Italian region most in difficulty at the moment is Campania, and within it the most critical situation is in Naples, Naples, Napoli. But Naples is an exceptional place, and its wonderful people is used to difficulties. So following what in Italy we call arte di arrangiarsi, the art of getting by, a tradition of fantasy, genius, and innovation that makes Naples a fantastic and unique place in the whole world, 
Here's what happened. The elementary school teacher, Tonino Stornaiuolo, not being able to go to school with these children, went on foot to his young students who all live very close to each other in the most popular and poor neighborhood in Naples, the Quartieri Spagnoli. Remember that the elementary schools are closed in Naples. Uh, the, the kids went out their balconies or looked out their windows and he started reading and explaining to them from the street the greatest Italian children's writer ever lived, Gianni Rodari. But the parents and other inhabitants of Quartieri Spagnoli also got out on the balconies and looked out their windows and the lesson turned out to be a moment of collective joy. There is a poem by Rodari that is perfect for this and read it for you in Italian and then translate it in English. Se io avessi una botteguccia fatta di una sola stanza, vorrei mettermi a vendere, sai cosa? La speranza. Speranza a buon mercato. Per un soldo ne darei ad un solo cliente quanto basta per sei. E alla povera gente che non ha da campare, darei tutta la mia speranza senza fargliela pagare. If I had a shop made of only one room, I would sell, you know what, hope. Cheap hope. For a penny, I give one customer enough for six. And to the poor people who don't have enough money, I give all my hope without making them pay for it. Napoli, Naples is the place where today in Italy the coronavirus is most dangerous. But its fantasy, its life philosophy, its people and its resilience are also the greatest hope that the whole world has to win this battle. So please let's all do like the Neapolitan children, protect yourselves, wear your masks in public, be careful, stay healthy, do not underestimate this virus. We will survive together, please find a way to survive this virus. My name is Umberto Mucci. Ciao from Rome. This was with Italian News. I'll see you on Friday.